Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> Great morning, everybody. Great morning. Great morning. Run, running late. Talk to your boy, CC. I'm 22 minutes early. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, man. You're right. How, how's, how's, how's your week been so far, man? Man, week's been, uh, it's been good. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I I love uh, I'm reading I'm reading our book club book right now and it's challenging me to be great you know oh, this even long. when even when it's you know I don't always want to be great you know the book that we're reading right now is making me be great so gotcha so you do know when this episode comes up we'll be on a new book right yeah I just that's why I said okay the gotcha. book that we're reading Cooper currently gotcha gotcha got gotcha. it just just yes. making sure bro just making sure. <laughs> Just making sure. Yep, I'm aware. Okay, all right. Cool, uh, cool, you cool, don't. Cool. You're not ready for the smoke from the next book. I'm pretty sure. I'm not. You're, you're not ready for the smoke for the, our guest today, though. Oh, yep, that's right. Uh, yeah, that's you, right. he's coming on. He's coming with the heat. So uh, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to this one. Let's, <laughs> I'm look, I look forward to all of them, but I'm looking forward to this one. All right, let's uh, let's get into it. All right, Cooper, why don't you go ahead and introduce this morning's guest? Uh, so today's uh, guest, um, you know, a really good friend of mine, um, went to high school with this guy. Just good? Uh, great, great friend. Uh, Caleb, let me, don't mess <laughs> up the intro, all right? Um, went to high school with this guy, um, you know, just, just an athlete, you know. Uh, I remember uh, those days we used to run track up Steepleview. Um, he was always one of those guys in the pack, in the front. Uh, low, low key and idle, low key and idle. Um, but uh, someone that went from um, hardworking team to college athlete uh, to now a restaurant owner um, by the age of twenty six, uh, married with two kids. Um, yeah, just a beast, man. Sheesh. Uh, my my friend Rashad West. <laughs> Thanks, man. You always have a way with intros, man. right? Like, that I'm, was good. I'm just hey, hey, this hey, this is this is a good friend of mine, man. We used to, he was a beast back in the day. Let's just let's just say that, man. Um, you're a beast. <laughs> Don't let him lie to you, dude. This kid, this kid was a, a freak, man. He was. I remember him, super nerdy with the glasses, dude. And, and oh. check, this, check this out, dude. Dunking, dunking in like eighth eighth grade or dude, something like come that, on. bro. I come remember on, this, man. Come on, like, man. let's let's. It's it's your podcast, not mine. It's, Cooper, it's your podcast. Cooper, okay. what size hat do you wear? Like eight, nine? Like <laughs> just just. No, I'm just kidding. Dude, it's I'm it's all good. So, uh, Shad, why don't you uh, uh, tell our followers um, who you are, what you do, and uh, why you do what you do? All right. Um. So, uh, yeah, Cooper pretty much said said it. Um. You know, thirty years old now. So I've been doing it for a while. Um, you know, I'm a father, I got two young kids, I got two boys. Um, it's really good. I've been with my, my now wife, been with her for, um, about 14, yeah, about 14 years. Uh, so there's that, um, you know, I got a restaurant and, um, stock trader as well. So got a lot of things going on. Um, just living the life, man. Just trying to, trying to maintain and set a good example for my boys. Uh, just wake up every morning and get it done, dude. Mm. Love it. 
Love yeah. it. Love it. Before we go into the past, you said, I mean, you're a busy man. Like, this is something we haven't asked a lot of our guests. Like, what's your routine like to stay busy, to stay successful? You know, what what do you what do you strategically place in your routine to be all you can be? Yeah. All right. Um. So. I mean, with the, it's kind of changed a little bit since the COVID thing happened. Um, I, so I ended up, you know, putting, setting a gym in my garage now. So, um, I tend, I tend to get up at like, I'd say like six thirty to seven o'clock. Um, you know, I, I check, I, I said I trade stock. So I check that stuff in the morning. I get a little lifted. Um, and then, you know, market opens. So I'm on the computer. I'm trying to do all this before my kids wake up. So I, I hop on there, get, get up whatever I can done. Um, until about nine thirty, uh, and then you know I get get a good breakfast in right before I go to work. Um, I go grab all the stuff for the restaurant every single morning. Um, then I get to work and and just start grinding it out from there. Um, I'm usually working from probably what I'd say eleven o'clock to like nine a lot of the days. But yeah, that um, restaurant, that yeah. restaurant, yeah. But um, it's it's kind of loosened up. Um, so you know, I, I can come home a little earlier, spend some more time with the kids. So if I do leave early, I'll leave about five o'clock. That was what I did today. Um, and then once I get home, you know, touch base with the wife, um, get the kids settled down. We try to get a good dinner going. I'll throw something on the grill. Um, try to get the the kids in bed around nine, and then uh, me and my wife spend some time together, watch a movie or whatever. Um, get back on the computer, look at some plays for the next day. Um get in bed man whenever I feel tired I kind of I'm a night owl so I stay up pretty late uh, but I find like I can get stuff done later at night when it's quiet so um, I do that and then just wake up and do it all over again man honestly and then that's my Monday to Friday um, or yeah my Monday to Thursday so I don't work on Friday or Saturdays anymore but um, and then on Saturday Friday Saturdays strictly family time so whatever kids want to do whatever my wife want to do um, that's what I'm there for that's so, awesome yeah. man you ever go to the pool? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> weekend oh, man. That's that was a Caleb's always sending me snaps Monday morning. Coop at yeah. the pool. Anyways. Coop always gives me great. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah. Um, shot. So let's okay. So you know, after high school, um, you know, you went to St. Cloud State. Um, I remember you being like one. You know, someone that was close in my like in my circle that like you know, went to the next level, you know, did his thing there. So where, where did the restaurant come in? Cause I like, when we, when we used to hang out, I'd never heard you talk about restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tell us, tell us about the restaurant type of food. Oh like, man. The starting it out, everyone says that's like the hardest thing. Yeah. Um, I guess just, you know, for me, I've always um been attracted to like living a lifestyle that, allowed me freedom to set my own schedule. Um, so like Cooper knows I was pretty hard headed kid. Um, <laughs> you know, I kind of wanted to do things my way. And I, you know, I had a, my wife introduced me to um, her, her manager at the time. So she introduced me to this guy and um, he was looking for somebody that could, you know, just coming in, like do deliveries part time. And, you know, I'm always looking for like extra income and stuff. So, I was like, sure, this is back when I was like 18. You know, this is kind of like right after like that in-betweener for me. Um, so I was driving from St. Cloud down to th- this restaurant in Buffalo. 
And I was doing that for so long. He's like, hey, man, you know what? Um, one of the cooks went down. Are, are you scared to cook? And I'm like, no. Nah. Um, does it pay more? <laughs> he's, like, he's, like, he's like, yeah, yeah, it does. And I was like, okay. So I, I kind of started doing that. And um, I had a knack for it. So I could, like, handle the pressure of, um, you know, all the stuff going on. And I was just, like, pretty cool under pressure. And he saw that. And he kind of, like, took me under his wing. Um, introduced like he's a real estate investor as well, so he kind of took me with mm. him to, to like fix houses and stuff too. Mm. And I was just mm. like, man, like mm. how did you, you know, how are you getting the the money for this stuff? Like I know the restaurant business is good, but I mean it's you know you got these nice houses and stuff. And he's like, um, you know, he kind of told me his story, so I was listening to that, and I'm like, you know what, I kind of want to own a restaurant myself. Like I can cook the food. It's it's Chinese and Cambodian food. Um, it's like the first food I ever learned how to cook really. Um, so he's just like, you know, if, if you can, if you can lock it down and be dedicated, you know, I think you would be a good restaurant owner. And so he's like, you know, I'm trying, I'm looking to retire. Um, oh he's, my a young gosh. he's young, man. I'm talking oh. like at the time he was probably like 40 and he's like, I'm actually like about to be done with this. I'm going to go full-time real estate and just kind of have passive income. And, um, he's like, look, if you want to take over, um, you pretty much set up this restaurant for me. So like, if you want to take over and, um, we can sit down and talk numbers. Um, so that was, so I ended up getting that spot. Um, and you know, he, he kind of helped me get into my foot in the door, um, that way. So that's kind of how I got going. And then, um, you know, four years later, I, I ended up where I'm at now, or sorry, six years later, later, I ended up where I'm at now. So, um, it was kind of an interesting, like up and down roller coaster, but I think I just gravitated towards it because I, I found out that it could just bring that lifestyle that I wanted you know what I mean? And, and unlock the door to, to the next level for me. So mm, yeah. love it. There's love many it. items we need to touch on in there. Cool. Oh yeah, we do. Oh, you can, you can, you can start. Uh, maybe talk. I mean, one thing that a lot of, I know a lot of people that once they, whether when they have their wake up call, whether they're 18, 30, 40, 50, 60, right? Like they have their wake up call, like, Oh, I should be doing this or I should be doing something different. They're always looking for a mentor. You know what I mean? Um, yep. And it sounds like you stumbled upon one. Yep. Just, I mean, can you talk about, can you talk about how you and him maybe, how you met and maybe how you um, built that relationship? Yeah. More? Yeah. More? Yeah. So, um, you know, like I said, I, you know, my wife introduced me to him. Um, and then once I started working for him, it was just a, it was like everyday thing. Cause I'm, I'm very, um, I'm a very hard worker. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm lazy, dude, but I'm a hard worker. <laughs> as well. So like I can, like Cooper, Cooper can probably tell you, like, I don't like doing hard work, but I'm very capable of taking care of it. Like, in a very fast way, like a, a, a precise manner. I always say like, there's a balance between speed and precision. And like, I've got to the point with him where I was like coming to work every single morning. I'd get there an hour before he did. I'd leave after he did. And um, I was just outlasting all his employees. And I think, like, one thing I would tell, you know, guys that are thinking about, like, what I can do or what I am what I would like to do, don't think about something that you completely enjoy doing, but think about something that you excel at or, like, something that you're good at. Mm. Um, I necessarily wasn't, like, in love with the restaurant thing, but I realized, you know, I'm, you know, here longer than the rest of the employees. I can handle the workload. Um, you know, I can handle the pressure. And he – and. I created a, a relationship with him that I became more va- the most valuable person that he had. You know what I'm saying? And I think he just realized like, okay, you know, 
at first it was more of a like a relationship where I'm going to tell you what to do or um, I know I can rely on him to do extra work and he's not going to complain about it. Then he kind of realized that, um, you know, I was maybe a little bit, I was like leeching onto him like a sponge, kind of taking in all the information he was saying to me, not just listening and doing it. I was like asking him questions, you know, like, mm. oh, how you got a new, you got a Porsche, like you got a Porsche truck. I'm like, how much did the Porsche cost? And he told me, I'm like, damn, dude, like your payment is supposed to be this. And I was just like a, a little brother, like always bothered him. So he kind of realized like this kid, he's like, he's annoying, but you know, I guess I kind of reminded him, reminded him of himself. So he always just kept bringing me around. Like, I think he just enjoyed talking to me, honestly. So I was somebody that he could not only get work from, but he also got gratification from knowing that he could like teach somebody something too. So mm. um, I think I just, like I said, I just became like the most valuable person that he had around him to help him get to where he wanted to go. And um and yeah, that's kind of how a relationship just just grew, man. Like I just would do anything. He's like, "Hey, dude, we need to grab, um, you know, oranges. Like, can you grab them on the way in?" Yeah, no problem. And I would still get to work early. Or he, you know, he'd be like, "I'll be there in an hour. Can you wait for me?" Sure, I would just, you know, wait for him. When he gets there, he's like, "Oh, thanks a lot, man." Like just little things that um, had had him trusting me. You know, he has he's a world of, of knowledge, so he's like trusting me with personal information. Just feeding me the keys to success like it you know it's just a very organic relationship but i think i was just like curious of what he was doing so kind of just grew from there man. i, I keep hearing you I build love- value right and yeah. a lot of people it's like people are like well how do you do that and i mean you just i mean it's it's kind of one of those things you just figure out mm-hmm. but you got to make sure you do it go but go ahead coop no i was just gonna say that's man so i loved uh shot how you just said that um not you know n- not to find something that you love completely um but you know do something that um that will get you the lifestyle or, or the goal that you want to do what live, you would do right? what you excel at yeah and it's it's i just love that because like i i think today in today's world people get stuck on the vehicle right the the vehicle to get them to the goal, you know, I think it gets lost. And I just love how, you know, so far in your story, you're talking about your goal was to live a lifestyle, you know, where you can have the freedom to basically kind of do what you wanted. Right. Mm -hmm. And to you, you said you weren't in love with the restaurant, but you knew it was a vehicle to get you to uh, the end goal. And so I just, that's, I, yeah, Yeah. that was great. Love, love that. Love that. Uh, So, okay. So let's, You know, so you you started the restaurant. Um, can you can you talk about you know those four years? Because um, you know when we're when we're talking or texting, you said you you had to move to a different location. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, can you just can you just talk you know talk about that transition? Yeah. So the first spot you know we got to, um, it was like a, a bare bones place, right? So it didn't have any um, didn't have anything on the walls. Only thing it came with was uh, literally like a, a refrigerator. So you know, I was <laughs> it, it was like a bare bones spot. Um, so I I pretty much ended up you know I sold all my my sneakers, my whole shoe collection. Um, oh no! I, yeah, oh, you no. know me. Like no. I have a ton of shoes. This is so, not good. So all my shoes, <laughs> used all the money to throw it dead in there. Like, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do, man. You know what I mean? Like oh. it, you uh, you gotta make things work, bro. Like I, you know, I was broke. I just, you know, I was make, I was, I was broke with the opportunity, and I was just like, I have to find a way to make this happen. Mm-hmm. So I just like sacrificed the stuff that I, that I love, and I was like, okay, here, 
I got everything I need, you know, let's build this place. So we built it from hand, like the, the walls, painting, all the stuff, the floors, desks, everything. Um, we were in that spot, but it was like a thousand square feet, right? So, so you know, me and my wife were like, you know, this is great. Everything's going. And then um, after like a year, we had our, we had our baby, um, our first son. And then, um, you know, I'm there 24 seven at the time, just working, working. We would put our son in the car seat and he would just, or in the um, high chair and he would just sit there watching us work. And like, eventually things just like something happened. We just had like a boom where it went from uh, just me, my wife and another person working to like, we need help. You know what I mean? And so it got to the point where we outgrew that spot. It was only like a thousand square feet. Um, we're starting to get buzz in the city and things got crazy. You know, we started um, overworking the building. So it got to the point where we're like, okay, we, we have like a pivotal point now where we're like reaching what they call critical mass, where it's like, you're at the most you can handle in the restaurant that you're in or in the space that you're in. So we had to make a decision to like, again, roll the dice and move locations. Um, so we had, there's a spot that was down the street and a, a friend of mine ran a restaurant there and he's actually like another situation that just, you know, was, was like stars aligning. He's like, you know, I'm, I'm heading out of there. And I'm like, dude, uh, if I could get that spot, that would be amazing. And he's like, you know, I can hook you up with the landlord. I can't make any promises, but you know, we can, we can set a meeting up. And then, um, you know, luckily all the hard work that we put in like paid off. Cause the dude, you know, he, he saw what we were doing at the little tiny spot and he's like, Oh yeah, you know, no problem. So, you know, we got in there. Um, the transition is definitely different from having like six seats to seating for over 40. Um, but the crazy part is it happened like right when COVID um, shutdown happened for, for Minneapolis. So we got in there in March and then ended up having to close the dining area right away. Perfect. Um, yeah. Right. I know. <laughs> and um, but again, you know, a master of I had to be a master of adaptation. You know, you got to adapt or die, dude. So, you know, just, mm. so just like I'm like, OK, um, I have a, a very good delivery and um, takeout clientele built up. You know, let's just capitalize on that. We got a bigger kitchen. You know, let's just start doing some marketing. And mm-hmm. We just got out there, man. And we're doing OK now. You know what I mean? And yep. besides everything else that's happening, you know, we're we're surviving. You know what I mean? Like feeding the kids and everything's pretty good right now. I, I love how like in situations like that, I mean, there's problems, there's always a solution, right? And then mm-hmm. whether you're in sales, I mean, anything entrepreneurial, right? It's it's anytime times are tough, it's just a war of attrition, right? And Seriously. it's like I just gotta outlast this other restaurant, and when they don't, when they don't, can't perform anymore, all their customers go to me, right? I mean, it's it's like that in anything entrepreneurial. I feel like, yeah, um, I love that mentality you had. Yeah. I just, um, I always try to keep, um, keep on my toes, dude. Like, like that's, I think that's another reason why I just kind of got to the restaurant or the restaurant was attractive to me too. It's just, it was always constant moving and it's always keeping, you know, keeping your brain going. Like it's never, um, there's never a dull moment. You always have to adapt to every situation. You're dealing with a bunch of people every day, different personalities, um, food, recipes, like everything is always constantly changing. Uh, but again, it challenges me and it puts me, puts me to a, um, to a stance where I have to take, you know, and just be proud of, proud of everything I do and then just take my time and balance again, that speed and precision, precision. So, mm. Yeah. Mm. man, I, man, Shad, you're like speaking to my bones right now, man. I can't even, man. 
So like the whole. Okay, Can I get so, a hallelujah, Coop? Yeah. Hall- hallelujah. hallelujah. <laughs> um, but no, I just man, it's so much. So like, okay, you selling your shoes. Like I remember you. Like I would I would see on like Instagram like going to Mall of America like getting the you know the sneakers and like that speaks to just, my heart. It just it just hit me now. Like man, I haven't seen him post anything in a minute. Now that I think mm-hmm. of it, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. you know, so like just, I mean, just like doing whatever it takes. And I just loved how, um, you know, you guys got into the first spot, like, you know, a thousand square feet. Uh, but like when you were talking, I never heard any like animosity, like, oh man, this is really, really crammed in here. Like you said, you had one, like a fridge and like you and your wife just made it work. and you just you know put on your hard hat went to work and like you look up four years later and you got you know you said you're creating a buzz and um you know and and i i just love if if people don't understand that this podcast is relationship podcast i just loved how you said when you guys got to that point you know that pivotal point you knew the guy um down the street you know he saw what you guys were doing um and he set up a meeting with you and the landlord and you know, you guys are moved into the spot, you know, yep. and you had, and like you said it perfectly, like you take pride in everything you do and you know, it's what, it's what you do when no one's not looking right. You know? Exactly. And, and I just feel like if it, I don't know, it's just, it was just, that was just amazing. Like that's why you always got to be putting your best foot forward, no matter what the situation is. And you guys definitely, uh, did that that's that's pretty impressive man thank you thank you and you know i've got to yeah. give credit to my wife dude like it like for me um you know ashley like she yeah i just she's very she keeps me very um like focused she's extremely smart um she you know she keeps me to the point where i have to like make sure i'm taking it slow make yep. sure everything's yep. right because <laughs> i'll go ahead and jump out the window and i don't know how how far down a drop it is until i hit the ground like she you know what i'm saying mm, <laughs> my, my, my wife is sitting there like dude you know if you want if we want to do this we got to have this 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 and this lined up like i'm all for it like do what you got to do man but let's just make sure everything's squared up and i got you 100 percent. so you know it's we're, we're a team I, I can't take all the credit you know my wife is a beast so yeah I love it. I yeah. I love it. My wife is the same way, man. Yep. Like I, I'm, you know, like big picture, like move, move, move. Let's go. Uh, but you need that person uh to slow you down, right? Cross right. your eyes, dot your T's. Yep. You know. So no, I love it. I love it. Uh, Caleb, you got anything? Because I'm gonna keep going here. So keep, keep rolling, if man. You, if you don't jump in, I got time. So uh, <laughs> keep rolling. <laughs> okay. Um. In, so far, and like, I just love this. So you said that you always wanted, you know, before that you even got to the restaurant, like you said, you wanted to do something or create something that would give you the lifestyle um, that you wanted. Right. Um, so many people like they start out like that. Right. And like what made you like hang on to that belief? Because I'm sure there was some hard times in there probably where you're like, man, this is crazy. Like. Can we do it? Like, what made you still hang on to that to that dream? Um, well, I have kids. You know, that's a big thing. Um, my my first son, I was just like, um, I just look at him and I'm like, dude, you have to have a better. You have to be in a position where I want you to be able to not worry about so many things besides like maybe doing good in school. Um, 
growing your brain, being healthy. Like those are things that I want my kids to be like super worried about or super focused on. So, um, but you know, before I even had my son, it was just, I think the life I had like in high school and in college, um, I just really, like, I just really didn't like being in a position where I, I was capped, like my potential was capped. You know what I mean? Mm, um, yep. So whenever I get that, that feeling where I'm told no, or like, I can't do what I want to do in a situation, not meaning like be, you know, the boss of myself, but like, let's say I want to go on vacation with my family. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to have to um, stress so much about um, the price of things or like the time of things. And I know, you know, with the restaurant life, it's very, a schedule is hectic, but you can, you can give and take here and there. So I, I guess like it, I got to a point, I guess, where I can give you a good example. So like in the third to fourth year, um, you know, I, we're, we're doing really good business and um, I didn't have an account. No, this is my second year. I didn't have an account. Right. Um, so, you know, it's kind of, kind of personal, but so like we, we get a bunch of sales, you do all this stuff and you don't know how to do like taxes or you don't know how to submit certain forms and whatnot. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, it got to a point where I'm looking at something that's like crazy ballpark, crazy. And I'm like, Whoa, like, how am I going to deal with this? This is crazy. You put me under, I don't even know what I'm going to do. Um, but again, like, you know, I, I talked to my dad too. He's like, you gotta make, you make these adjustments, man. Like you, you gotta reach out and get some professional help from people that have knowledge that you don't like, if you need to, you know, you can reach out to an accountant, like do something. Um, but just don't give it up. And I'm looking like, yeah, man, it's, it just seems insurmountable. Um, but I swallowed my pride, you know, and made a couple phone calls and I, I got a great accountant that like pretty much lined things up for me in a way I wasn't even thinking of. So he's, he comes in, you know, stepping out of my boundaries. Like I said, I don't like being told what to do, but when you have to humble yourself in situations, you know, sometimes you got to do that. So, you know, I talked to him, he lines things up for me. I'm like, Oh, I didn't even think about it this way. Um, but like it, it, you, you just have to realize you're going to sometimes see things that you don't like and it's going to be situations that you don't know how to deal with them but there's always a way to deal with it like there's always somebody that knows something that you don't um there's always somebody that can help you through a situation um so for me it's like i just came to a realization that no matter what always got to find a resource like i said adapt or die you know what i mean like you have to adapt so like that kind of just keeps me you know if, if i hit a roadblock i just i know use my brain to find a resource like that's kind of what 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 goes you know what i mean you 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 feel like people underestimate their their brain potential. Yeah, absolutely, man. Like I, man, like I try to. I mean, the people that I, that you know, my employees. I've had them a lot of my employees for like the whole the whole ride. You know what I mean? And uh, these are some of the smartest people I've ever met, honestly. And I'm like, you know, you you guys are working for me, but like I'm learning from you too. But I, you know, I also know people that are doctors and, you know, they're silly dudes, but they, they're good in, in one, one, one form of fashion. So people just got to understand, like, you're, you're, you have something that you'd be good at, you know what I mean? Like, or something like you have something that you can excel at. You can take care of anything or you can handle anything that comes your way. You just got to have faith in yourself, you know what I mean? And just slow down and, and realize, you know, there are people out here that know different things, but you can also learn things. Don't be stubborn. Don't be hard-headed, because that holds people back a lot. Um, so yeah, people really underestimate what they're capable of, dude. Uh, you, you honestly can handle anything. Relationships are huge. Like you're saying, you know, it's a relationship podcast. It, I think it'd be good for people to hear 
you can you need to talk to everybody like speak to everybody you know mm. anybody that you see they 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 might look um it could be a homeless dude or it could be somebody you know driving a really nice car it doesn't matter like if you are yourself and you you know say hey how's it going man like you know nice whatever you can open up a conversation with people that would t- teach you something or tell you something that could set a spark off in your brain and, and you know and, and send you into you know the next universe you don't know so you just got to be an open person, dude, and, like, just let your brain grow. Well, see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> see you next week. That's another mic drop two weeks in a row. Shad, Shad, you, you, you drop on the fire, man. Talk, let, let's talk about the growth of how you learn to trust other people. You know what I mean? Like, what did it take? Because you talked about, it, you know, the CPA or the accountant, and that was a big thing for my business, too, is, like, lining up those people and then letting them do their thing. I think you mentioned earlier focusing on what you excel at, right? I mean, yep. what was that growth process specifically like for you and letting certain parts of your business go? Yeah. So um, I would say like it, there was a time where I'm doing, doing like all the cooking, um, you know, for, for restaurant food quality is everything, you know, because I mean? you can too, sure. right? I mean, cause you well, can. Yeah, you know, you gotta, you, you, I can do everything at the store. Yeah. But it's like, I can't, I don't have eight arms. You know what I mean? So it's like, I can do my highest capacity, but that doesn't mean that it's gonna be the best at all times. If I'm, if I'm super focused on cooking, I can have good customer service, but now I have to grow an extra set of arms so I can continue to cook while I'm showing you that you're the most important person in the store. So we get to a point where it's like, okay, we need help, right? Um, and the people that we brought in were people that, like, they showed a skill that I felt like I could get better at in the restaurant that they naturally were already good at. Does that, I mean, it sounds kind of confusing, but does that kind of make sense to you guys? Like, yeah, no, no. I saw something in them that I could be like, okay, you know, they picked up on this faster than I did. You feel me? And. Yep. Like my, my cook right now that, you know, I'm home and, you know, he's there cooking right now. He's a young kid, never touched anything in the kitchen, but I showed him how to do something. And I'm like, damn, dude, like it took me, took me like six months to get that down. And you got it in like two weeks. Like, okay, you know, he's, he's talented. So let me, let me pour what I have into him. And it goes back to like my mentor. He, I think he saw something in me that he enjoyed or something that he could feed into um, to help me grow that also benefited him. So it's like, you got to find people that, um, I guess in my situation can, can grow in your, in, in your site. And they're naturally good at things that you might've had to learn. Look at your kind of self in a mirror and say like, what skills do they have that I could get better at? If they don't have any skills that you could get better at, then maybe you don't want to be around them. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Or if you think that they're better than you at everything, it's like, maybe that's not a good fit. But, you know, it's just like like a like a podcast. It's like one person's very good at talking, but the other person's really good at, um, you know, content. You know, what I mean, like it, it's a it's a match made in heaven. So it's like for I got to find people that I can trust that I see things of qualities that I have in myself. And then, you know, that they're just natural with like, that's how I trust people, man. Like it. That's really I mean, that's that's how I can kind of sum it up, I guess. No, that's good. Uh, I, Dude, OK, I, everything you're saying is I'm like, yep. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not. I love what you're For saying. Sure. For sure. So Rashad, now, now I'm calling you Rashad. I'm getting real like emotional. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. You gotta you gotta talk about this shift that you had because like 
the shot that I'm listening to right now is definitely not the shot that was triple jumping with me back back in the day. So like where <laughs> where where, oh where did where did this shift happen for you? Where like okay, yeah, I gotta start changing how I'm seeing things. Right. Dude, okay, so like this, I had a super rude awakening. Like it was bad, man. Like I okay, so I was, you know, I'm fairly I'm good at sports in, in, in high school. You know, like we we killed it. We had a state championship. We man, you know, you we're guys. the man on campus, blah man. blah blah. Like stereotypical <laughs> Let's go. athletes. Let's go. <laughs> you know, we could pretty much do whatever we wanted. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, code teachers are teachers are on our team, you know, other other students are on our team. Like we do whatever we want, right? Yeah. So yep. um when I was transitioning out of high school, I expected to have like a bunch of offers on the table, all this other crap. Like I was expecting to do a lot more athletic wise than I did um, after high school. And I'll tell you guys how I actually got into college sports, which is like a crazy story in itself. But um, so I had a really rude awakening. So like I, I applied to all these schools. I talked to some coaches and I was supposed to get an XX GPA, like uh, an eligible GPA out of high school because um, it was a, a division one school. So I was supposed to get the uh, certain GPA. Right. And I'm thinking I can just cruise through everything like I always did, you know, because high school for me, you know, like I, like I said, I thought I was the man at the time. Oh, we, we all did. We all so, did. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, we all did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then maybe me more, a little more than other people, which is like my, was my downfall. But so I'm cruising through and um, comes graduation time. And they're like, dude, you're, you're, you, you kind of let me down. Like we had this agreement, you know, I can't, I don't have any space for you. I need people that can perform right now. Like I, I can't have you sitting down. Like that's you know, a wasted spot. You know, it's a wasted scholarship spot. So I'm sorry. So for me, that was like big bone crusher. Like I can't deal with this. You know what I mean? Like I, what am I going to do? And my mom is an educator. So she was beyond heated if i I she put me in a position where she was like um i know how your mom is too cooper like she oh yeah she put me in a position (laughs) that was like hey you're you messed up i'm not gonna allow you to be lazy this is no longer it's not high school anymore you're gonna either get a job or you need to go find a trade or you're gonna go to this community college i teach and i'm like well i want to play sports and she's like well you can't they don't care how good you are your grades suck like you let the people down now you have mm. a bad reputation. No coaches are going to pick you up. Going to want to pick you up. Mm. They you you have you don't have a good work ethic. So I'm like, okay. Um, I so I kind of get depressed, man. You know what I mean? Like I I had a year where I was just kind of sitting. I had a I didn't go to college right away. So I went to community college, well, a big school right away. I went to community college for about a semester and a half, almost almost two semesters. And um, I was just depressed, man. I was going for like auto mechanics or something like that. You know what I mean? It's just. Dakota County Technical College, like driving to school 45 minutes every day. Like I had a lot of time in the car to sit there and look in a mirror, basically. Yeah. And mm. um, I was just like, dude, like you're going to be, you know, the guy that just tricked off his whole <laughs> his whole career, like because you thought you could do whatever you wanted at the time. And um, so luckily, like I said, with the relationship things, right, I had a good friend that went to a, a Roseville High School. And he, you know, was a really good football athlete. So he's a scholarship it's player. Marvin? Yeah, this is Marvin. Okay. All right. So, you know, Marvin's like, dude, you know, you're getting depressed. You're getting super skinny. Like, 
I'm, I'm worried about you, man. Like, what's going on, dude? Like, you, you have too much potential to, like, not be playing sports. I'm like, dude, I messed it up. Like, I can't run. I can't play football. Like, I'm a, a track guy. And he's like, hey, look, check this out. Again, with the relationships, man. He's like, you got a bunch of your records, right? You got your paperwork. You got some film, right? I'm like, yeah. He's like, just send me the film and I'll, I'll try to help you out. Send send him the film, okay? My this this random guy, like he had one year tenure at the at the school or whatever. Come, he calls me. He's like, oh, Rashad, he's like, I, I think I came to your track meet or I saw you guys at at Hamlin for state. And he's like, you know, the other guys are already gone. Like one of them's still in high school or or they're still in high school, but they're they're probably gonna go to this this and this. And he's like, but I have space for you here. You know, you can, I can, if I can, if you can get your, finish this semester with decent grades, you know, I can get you a, a, a shot up here. I can get you a, a tryout if you can show us that you, that your grades aren't bad. So here I go again. This is my chance. You know what I mean? Mm. I did the grades good enough. I drove up to St. Cloud, right? Go for this tryout. Um, so I was a pre- preferred walk-on for track and field, right? So I ended up getting out there and I triple jumped for them. And they're like, uh, dude, you, you know, you're triple jumping further than our senior. Like, you, <laughs> they're like, he's uh, got bunnies. He's got like, bunnies. You're, don't, you're, don't, uh, don't. Yeah, you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I still got it. I still got it. So they're like, you know, we got room for you. So, you know, they, they let me get on the team. And this is where things get crazy. So I ended up trying to do track and field, right? And the football coach that Marvin was playing with, he, ended up coming to one of my track practices and he's like dude um <laughs> have you ever played football before and I was like I played like one year in high school maybe I didn't get along with the high school coach and he's like that's fine can you catch a football and I'm like yeah I can catch a football and he's like cool come return punts and kicks for me he's like and I got a scholarship for you you know I'll give you some money and I'm mm. like this is just this is blowing my mind at this point man so I think that's like that whole high school thinking you can kind of cruise through things and getting put in my <clears throat> getting put in my place. Honestly, bro, like that was the thing that changed me from that kid to who I am now, because I realized hard work is literally the only way you're going to get what you want. It sucks. And I'm, I'm lazy, but it's literally the only way I can, you know, drive whatever car I want or like, you know, go on whatever vacation. I have to work hard for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like before I thought I could just rely solely on looks or athleticism. But in the real world, nobody cares what you look like. Like they really don't. I mean, some people do. But let's be let's be honest, man. If if you have um, your own business, you know, you're it, it's crazy to, to, to hear. But your words might carry a little more weight to people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you're if you're self-made, like if you're doing things on your own, people kind of respect that. And they want to hear what you have to say. You know what I mean? So that's kind of the thing that clicked in my brain. Like there's no way I can slow down, but I have to continue to work hard or else I'm just going to be right back. That kid that's driving 45 minutes to go to class. That's looking in the mirror saying I messed up, you know? So I never want to go back to that, to that feeling again. Like, so that's, that's really what the, what the key to all this is, dude. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Man. I know I got a motor mouth. <laughs> oh no, you're good. <laughs> you, you've been, you've been speaking the truth tonight, Sean. That's the Man. thing. Like, you, Cooper and I are both just kind of lapping it up like well, thirsty dogs. I'm, I'm you know? just here thinking because, like, it, it's crazy, Sean. Because, like, when I came up to NDS, we had this the same the same thought, right? Like, you know, oh, I yeah. was the guy. I was the guy in high school. Like, you know, it's gonna be given to you, right? And it's so crazy how, you know, though you can either let you can either let 
you know, be in your depressed state or you can figure out how to get, put your, work through that, get working. Work, work through it and, and get through it and take, and take the lessons out of it, you know, and, and I'm, I'm sure this is true. You've, you've probably looked at your experience in college and you took so many life lessons that now you're applying to this next um, part of your life that you're in right now. Right, man. Um, yeah. So like, no, I, it's, yeah, I'm just like, just thinking like that's, yeah, that was good. Think- you were a big guy. Imagine being like in college. I I ended up getting up to like 180, but when I got there, man, honestly, I'm 5'10, 155 pounds. So yeah. like you can imagine <laughs> returning kicks and punts at that size and like the hazing and just like the you oh, yeah. started you're starting at the bottom, dude. Like and they don't yep. care about what you did in high school because everybody yep. good. You know what I mean? Exactly. Second field's one thing. You get on the football field with these guys and it's like Dude, I like I'm gonna destroy you. You're small. I'm gonna destroy you. Like you're nothing. Like I was yeah. the best. I was I was all American in in high school. Like doesn't matter. Everybody's good. And I didn't even yeah. play football. So for me, it was like I'm literally starting at the ground and had to work my way up to to the level. You know what I mean? Where I could get playing time. Where I could be on the field and and get clock. You know what I mean? Like get a scholarship. Like I had to bust my butt for that. You know what I mean? And like I said, that's that's lifelong lessons that I've you know that's never left never left me. I think like football particularly is one of the best things ever to happen to me. So, mm. yeah. man, I'm I'm fe- I'm feeling all that Shout adversity. Fe- yep. Feeling all that adversity. You have I mean you have an option to grow <clears throat> or not grow, and it sounds like it was just the right timing for you to 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 make changes in your adult life. Yep. What what about the future? What's the future for Shad? What's like? What's the goal setting like? What what's the plan? We, we haven't even talked about your stock trading yet. <laughs> I know. I was. Yeah. Just, yeah what's yeah. going on there? Um. So I guess I'd start with the future. I mean, I honestly, man, the I'm just looking to 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 raise these two boys and have them look at their dad and say, you know, this is the kind of man I want to be as well. Um. I'd like to have. I'd like to uh, transition into real estate eventually here. My um, man. Yeah. So My man. Love that. I'm using another, you know, I use, I saw, so I, I, I trade stocks. Um, op- I'm like an options trader. And, oh, okay. Um, so I do options trading. I'm using that, you know, as, as a tool, as another skill set to add to the bag. Maybe, maybe, um, maybe pause. And for those yeah. who don't know what options trading is, you want to explain what that is, Sean? Yeah. So um, I'd say just to make it really simple, you're, you're putting money up to you're putting a smaller amount of money up and you're pretty much i would i i, I use the word betting <laughs> uh loosely but you're pretty much putting you're putting money saying that a stock price is going to go to a certain number by or before the time that you put money on it for so i could i could put ten dollars um on a on a stock on monday and i say the prices is, is at one dollar right now right for apple I'm putting ten dollars and say the price will be two dollars by Friday, and if it's two dollars by Friday, I'm gonna collect the money that's in between, or however you want to look at it. So, I mean, that's an easy way to explain it, really. Playing the futures, and um, the yeah. So, yeah, pretty much you're you're putting money on the futures. Um, so you're pretty much just yeah, you're getting you're collecting the the money that's in between it, but you can like unlike stocks, you can actually take this money and it's multiplied by one hundred, and so you're pretty much like buying a hundred shares of something for the price of whatever, like a, a, a percentage of that. So you can mm-hmm. buy a lot of stock for a little bit of money. 
but you can also lose a lot of money too. So it's very risky, but the, the reward is big. You can, you know, let's say you can make 400% returns, which is wild, but not really when you're dealing with options, you can make a 400% return in, in an hour. You know right. What I mean? and, right. Or, you know, so it's, it gets crazy, but you know, I, that's the, that's the, the risky type of trading I do. I also just trade, like I hold stocks as well, but you know, I, I go for the the home runs really. Um, hit singles and doubles sometimes, but the home runs is what's gonna get you the the paycheck, so you can take those big vacations and, and do what you want. <laughs> so that's what I'm going for. So. Yeah, totally. So, Sad, we haven't yep. we we maybe we touched on this, but okay. So, was there any fear? I'm sure there was fear in this journey. Let Let's just talk about making the jump from. Um, you know, football, college football to now restaurant owner. Like, yeah. how did you deal with the fear in between there? Um, okay, so as I was building up this restaurant life, like the transition, transition from a job, which I had, to having a restaurant, and that's what I do only. Um, like I said, my, my son was my son was coming. So um, when the guy was saying like, you know, this is going to be um, my, I'm, I'm wrapping it up or whatever. It was, it was, to, it was to a situation where I was like, okay, I have to, I'm not, there's no way I can do this. Cause I, I was a manager at fit at finish line, dude. Like I have a thousand hats. So I was a manager oh, at finish line oh, at Mall of man. America. No wonder you had all those shoes, man. Yeah. Like... So I was, I was the manager at Mall of America finish line at the time too. So I was doing that and the restaurant stuff. So I was never home. Um, and I was just like, dude, I can't have kids and be at the mall all day. And just, it, I was getting worn out and it was just like, I'd never spent time with my wife. And, um, so yeah, I was, but I was also scared too, because I figured, I figured if I get locked in here, um, again, I'm going to, I'm going to see, I'm going to look up and see the ceiling. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to feel capped. They, they put me in a situation where they were kind of like, Hey, you know, we can give you a, a brand new store, you know what I mean? And a brand new mall, but it's going to either be in Wisconsin or North Dakota. And I'm like, well, I don't really want to move out to either one of those. Don't, don't blame you. There. I don't. And they're blame like, well, yeah, they're like, well, Caleb, that's what we Caleb. got for you. I'm like, dude, I can't do that. So I'm over here like, dude, I can't, there's no way. So I'm like, my fear was being trapped that was that was really what it was for me you know it wasn't the is the restaurant gonna work or not because i always put faith in myself man i'll, I'll always bet on myself so mm. i'm like if i fail that's on me but i don't want to have somebody telling me that i'm not good enough to run a restaurant which my manager did tell me i'll never forget that he left like a 10 minute long message on my phone talking to him i told him i'm not gonna do the finish line stuff anymore um so i was a manager he's the he there's two managers so there's a, a general manager an assistant manager I was the assistant manager working to get my own store. So he was pretty much like, oh, you're leaving? I'm like, yeah, man, like, I got to do this. And he's just like, you know, you're, you know, you're not a good leader. Nobody's going to listen to you. He wow. was pretty much just going down the line, like, ripping me apart. And I was like, see, that's why I can't do this anymore. Because I can't have somebody telling me what my worth is. Like, I, it just doesn't sit right with me. Mm, you know what I mean? Man, speaking and, um, to me, Shot, speaking so to me. That was my fear, bro. Like, having sitting there and listening to somebody tell me what I'm worth every day is like, nah, man. I, I can't. It seems, seems like you put the two fears on a, um, a, what's the word I'm looking for? Like on a, on a scale, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what's what's the old school scale where you it's like a pendulum on either side? No, you know I know what talking? you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, so like you put those two fears on there, and it was like, man, if I if I keep living by other people's you know fears versus my own, mm-hmm. I don't like the outcome of my life. Yep, that's that's what it boiled down to, man. I couldn't. couldn't how really, how come? You know. What what stops regular people from from being like you, Shad? I mean, what what what, what What's that secret ingredient that you have that's pushing you to be all you can be? You know, can you talk about why yeah. why your motivation's so high? Um, I I don't know. I mean, I have I have two really good parents. Um, my dad was in the military. Um, and then my dad was in the the Air Force, and then um, no, mom's an educator, so that definitely helps as far as like having them say that your potential, you have potential, you need to figure out what it is we've made it this far because we've decided that this is what we want to do. Like, we're not going to hand you anything. Um, mm. Like as a, as a youngster, like that was really, that really helped. And I just always felt, you know, I, I think sports maybe was a big part, but I don't think there's any like real magic potion or anything. I drank it. I think it was just like being enjoying certain things in life and being exposed to certain things goes a long way. And I was, I've always been really open-minded. So whenever I saw something that intrigued me, I was interested in it. And I just happened to like, like, it sounds superficial, but I, I was always into cars and shoes and like houses and stuff like that. Like, like things that were, you know, would bring like um, luxury to the, to your life or like, like a um, little bit of materialism material. Yeah. Like when I was younger, I was very into that stuff. Um, it sounds, like I said, it sounds superficial, but it's like, I liked cool stuff. I'd watch TV and see these dudes you know, with, with all the Jordans driving the Porsches and stuff like that. And I was always like, dude, that's like, how, that is, that's dope. I want that. Like, how do I do that? And it always boiled down to working hard. Like we always saw the, you always see the finish line now, like with Instagram and Facebook and stuff, you always see what happened at the end, but you <clears throat> never see how people got there. The grind. You know what I mean? And it's such like, this is one thing I've always gone back to as well, like for track and field, right? You run a 400. I was a 400 runner. So you're running a 400. The finish is the hardest part of the race. Like, literally, it's so hard to get to that last 50 meters, that last 100 meters. It's like you feel like you want to quit. Your body's going to break down. Like, you feel like you can't do it anymore. When you cross that finish line, everybody's looking at you like, you're awesome. You're amazing. Like, you're a beast. Like, they want to hug you and stuff. Like, I can hardly stand up. Yeah. Get out of my face. Like, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Get out of my face. You know what I mean? It's like, if you think about that in, like, a life lens, like, everybody's going to praise you for everything you have, but they never see how hard it was for you to get there. And when I, I think I realized that at a young age, that nobody that I looked up to just was stuff was just handed to them. Like, they all did, they all either worked super hard they they had a business they um were extremely good at schooling or like they could some they they were a valuable person or like they had something that they worked on to get them those cool things you know and that i think as a as a young kid like that's what i was that was kept getting pumped into my head like every time i saw something i wasn't necessarily super attracted to what the stuff was it was like how did you get that like i was always asking like the process how did that happen like what was the process like how did you get there and they're like, well, you have to do this, this, and this. And I'm like, well, I, I think I can do that. It doesn't sound that hard. Like, let me give it a shot. You know, and I think that's really all it comes down to, my curiosity, man. Like, just be open-minded. Really. That's so, good. So I, that's, 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 that's great. That's great. So 
and I, you, you, you probably, you, you did touch on this, but like, <clears throat> I just, I just feel like I know so many people that would have stayed at that finish line job, you know, like yeah. listen to their boss, like not, not want to leave. Like it's, I'm just like, you know, and Caleb was asking like, what, like what, what stops people from making that jump? Like, you know what, you know, because everybody is, is worth, you know, they're only worth as much as they see themselves, yeah. you know, like, like what stops people from jumping to that next level? You think? Um, I think just exposure. Um, I think surrounding yourself with people that are, that are, willing to like settle for for things or like being mm. content you know it's i've yep. had friends in the past that have just been super super smart guys like really smart but they're just very happy with sitting around the house smoking drinking like like they want to come home and just smoke and drink and kick it like i don't smoke ever i've never like i never smoke um but it's just like they want to do that stuff and then they're like they're happy then they're, that makes them happy when I come home, I want to play with my kids and I'm like right on the computer, like just, I'm curious. I'm just a very curious person. But I will, like I said, I think it's like surrounding what you surround your per, yourself with, like who you surround yourself with. Like you have to just step outside of your comfort zone and feel like some self-confidence because like mm. that will, that will stop you from having a conversation with somebody that could change your life. You know what I mean? Mm. Like you're worth something. Like if, if I was talking to a group of people, I would just say like you guys are all worth as like you said as much as you, you see yourself as. Like you're have some confidence, self confidence, and have the conversation with that girl that you, um, you know, might have been thinking about talking to. You never know until you, you step out and try it. And I think a lot of people are just like very comfortable. Um, they're in their comfort zone. Like they don't ever want to step out of it. And I think they're that's, af they're afraid of rejection. They're, they're afraid Failure. of rejection. Um, but you're going to get rejected, man. Like you, you, you are, but it's like, you can't let that get you down. I really just think that's why, you know what I mean? And, you know, like, for example, like my employees, like they, they want to stick around, but it's like, I treat them like it's their business too. So it's not mm. like I'm telling them what to do. Like I'm, I'm trying to unlock their maximum potential. You know what I mean? Like I've, I'll never hold them back and they just they stick around it's like okay you know that's great then like I appreciate that and it's like I, I just some people just aren't really they're not like they don't want to step out too like there's nothing wrong if you're if you like to just work a nine-to-five nothing's wrong with that you know what I mean if you're happy and you're content that's what it's all about but I think the people that are that feel like they want more and they're holding themselves back just be confident man like understand that you're you're capable and you're worth so much more if you step outside your comfort zone like that's Man, all that, it really takes. That's so powerful. Like <clears throat> how you just said your, you said something about your your level of exposure, yeah. um, and then like who you hang out with. There's a saying like you're, like you're one degree away or something. Like you mm -hmm. know, so like if you're if you're on seventy and you're hanging out with guys that are like eighty, eighty five, just by being in the same air, the same atmosphere, yeah. you just naturally will elevate to that level. You know, so no, that's. Right. That's, that's great. That's what it is, man. You yeah. got to be around those people that not only care for themselves, but they care for you too. So they'll call you out on your stuff, man. Like the guys I hang out with now, if if I do something wrong or if I mess up on something or if I'm if they feel like I'm falling off or doing something that's kind of you know making like like way too risky of a play or something, like they'll they'll call me out and be like, dude, like you're tripping, like or 
or like, you know, like they'll, they'll say stuff to me. You know what I mean? It's, you gotta be around those people that are going to keep you on your toes. If you're literally like, if you feel a certain way about the people you're hanging out with, like you feel like they could do more. It's like, you can, you have to be the person to uplift them. But if you guys are all sitting in the room doing the same thing and you're like, I can't be here anymore. That's when, you know, it's time to step out your, your comfort zone. Like it's, it's time. So that's kind of how I roll, dude. Yeah. Man, that's, I'm struggling to try to recap this just because there's been so many phenomenal points. Yeah, phenomenal nuggets. Yeah. I mean, Where's that, the... I'm just running them out. So. <laughs> no, you... <laughs> yeah. oh, no, I love it. That's, love it's great, it. man. It's This is all just stuff where I'm just like, yeah, yeah, like, I like I agree. And, yeah, I need to apply this here. And Yeah, yeah it's, it's good. Yeah. Rashad, why don't why don't you uh, take like sixty seconds and tell Caleb how uh, no, how much please. of a no, how much no, of a come beast no, come how play uh, relay our a relay how how much our uh, relay teams in high school was uh, yeah. beastly, bro. If you're man, not Coop, running under, you're not running over. Book, Coop is a beast, dude. Check this out. <laughs> if you're not running, if you're not running, if you're not run, if you're running over fifty seconds, don't even come to practice. Like don't like, like you're running if you're if you're four if your four hundreds are are yeah no man we're running we yeah. ran a three eighteen seven seven I'll never forget that yeah it was we're, it was legit we're <laughs> on the wall at the high school still <laughs> so like it was a legit relay man like the only I think the only reason our coach didn't really let us do nationals is because he's superstitious so like yeah, he, I think yeah. Dude. No, I was just I was just gonna say like I just I just remember, you remember when we went I don't know if you remember but like when we we're in that tent, like with uh, in the finals right and uh, it was like man dead Coop, quiet. I'm gonna give you so much grief for this later. <laughs> it was dead quiet. I just remember you could hear like a like a pin drop right because like it was we had, it was a pretty deep uh, uh, group like just everyone that was all the other uh, schools that were in there. So no, that's. I had to ask because Caleb be disrespectful. Let me let me okay. Here, let so. me let me take it no, to another we're spot. Done. Let me take we're it done. to another spot. Okay, all right. I mean, right. you had <laughs> you know no, Cooper's a freak, man. Like really though, like really, <laughs> really an athletic freak. Yeah, he four twos. Come on, bro. You're too tall to run that fast. <laughs> he is the prototype. You know, we, we give that to him, but now he's a prototype dad. Both of yeah. them. Are. <laughs> Both of you are the prototype dad, but let, let's take it back to what you were saying. A little, little, I mean, a little saying that so, you know, softened up my heart when you had please don't, when please you, don't say that. when you had to get rid of when you had to sort oh, through those shoes. Mm. What was what was the <laughs> hardest pair to sell? Okay, um, honestly, I think my red Octobers the easiest mm. were were hard man because you sat there and looked at them uh, like yeah, am i really uh, gonna <laughs> dude it was like i entered so many raffles to get those shoes like i literally <laughs> man and and this was like one of my hustles this is insane you'll get a kick out of this if you know anything about shoes so i'm like was like one of the original bot <clears throat> gods like i i literally no. went to this website called um it was not. It wasn't Fiverr. It was uh It was like a like a code sourcing website, so you could get people to code apps for you. So I hired this dude. I spent I spent like it, at the time it was like maybe five hundred bucks or something, 
And I got this dude to code me like a bot that could check out automatically. And this is before oh, anybody yes. was doing that. Yes. So like anybody, nobody was doing this, right? I had him code me this program. And I put this bot on so many websites. I was actually selling them. I made a YouTube. It's probably on there. On there still. It's funny. But I made a YouTube video that just like showed how it worked. And I had the download link. And I was <laughs> selling those things like like 10 or 15 of them a day because people were just getting into bots, right? And I ended up finally landing those Red Octobers. And I'm like, dude, how, how did I get these? This is insane. Because, you know, they made a really limited amount. Yeah, they did. And um, I got them from a kid like in Florida, or a store in Florida. And um, I got the shoes in, and I'm just looking at these things, like how much work did I go through? Like this brings me – it brought me back to a time where I was like hustling, trying to, you know, make a couple hundred bucks here and there, like. Those shoes were great. And they're worth a lot of money now. Um, I probably sold them back when they were worth a little bit less. But that, that shoe was like the holy grail, man. It's like, a four-figure shoe for sure. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. It's for sure, man. Um, those were tough. And then – so I'm a big Yeezy guy. I had all – pretty much all the, the, the Nike Yeezys. Um, those were tough. And then my, my South Beach LeBrons. Uh, cause LeBron's my favorite player. So those were, uh, hey, it's been a great podcast, y'all. let's go. No, no, great, we just getting started. It's been a great episode. Uh, <laughs> we just getting started. Don't tell me you're rolling with KD. Oh, no, I'm, a, I'm a LeBron James fan. I'm yeah. a LeBron James. Caleb is the hater though. Dude, I struggle he, he, with, I struggle with the new school, man. He, 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 so I struggle with all a, the feelings that these new guys have. So he's oh, a Lakers yeah. fan. Not born in LA. I'm just saying you can't you can't do that. You wanna you want you wanna call out bandwagon fans. I'm just saying you gotta be born in the state that you yeah. rock with. Yeah, yeah so anyways, like, I'm a, I any, hear you're a big Timberwolf guy, Coop. Hey, like, I was. I was. <laughs> okay. I was when before they traded KG, so I had to leave too then. So it's all good. I hilarious. It's all good. I, so Sean, um yeah. let's let let's rein it back in. <laughs> um and you've touched on so many points. Um, is there one thing that you can, uh, t- you know, tell our followers, you know, if, 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 you know, we have someone that's thinking about making that jump, um, if there's one thing you could tell them, what would it be? Um, bet on yourself, man. Like our lady, our guy, bet on yourself. Yep. Because at the end of the day, it's going to come down to you anyways. So wouldn't you rather have the dice in your hands than somebody else? Like really? Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, and that, that's really the big thing and you just got to have faith in yourself and your skill set develop your skills to a point where you're comfortable and you might never be like really comfortable with it but you'll never know until you put them to the test you know what i mean like you could be the best golfer in the world but you'll never know until you go to sign up for a golf tournament you wouldn't know you know you can you can golf as much as you want like we don't know you have to put yourself to the test so just bet on yourself you know what i mean and things will work out one way or another and I just that's really what I live by, man. Things will work out. Man. If there's if there's one thing you had to tell uh the younger shot, the eighteen year old shot, what would it be? Just one thing too. Don't cheat. Hey, <laughs> get your <laughs> uh I, I gotta keep it clean, but I'll definitely say uh get your get your head out your rear, man. <laughs> get, your, get, get, get your get your head out your rear. You're not you're not King Colossal right now. Like you got a long way to go, buddy. Get over yourself, right? Get over yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the, the elders have been there and done that. So listen to them. Like they've right. been there and done that. All these older people that are telling you like, you know, here's, here's what I went through and stuff like that. 
take it in take it in don't don't have to like listen to exactly what they say like if they're saying you can't do this and can't do that you know that's not what you want to listen to it's hey when i when i did this this is what happened cool i'll put that in my box of information and you actually use it and it helps you so i never did that i would be like a year old you know what you're talking about i'm different no like it's the same world this is a different time man so yeah love it shot what are you what are you doing right now um to like better yourself as a as a leader uh, entrepreneur what kind of self-development are you focusing on currently maybe one or two things um i do a whole lot of um i listen to i listen to some podcasts too and i i kind of i listen to podcasts myself and then i just honestly i just do um meditation um uh, every single day and i just uh try to look at things that i may not might not necessarily look at every single day so like i'll go online and i'll you know i'll just look up like yahoo news and i'll just like find a random article and then i'll just like read about it because i just try to keep my like i said keep try to keep my brain just that curiosity yeah i have to keep that going you know so um meditation is huge though because because to me i'm very like scatterbrained if you can't tell from how i talk (laughs) you're good so yeah you've been organized um, i sit i yeah i'll just sit there and um you know whenever i can just get a a quick second of myself and then i'll just like kind of play my day in my head like here's what i'm gonna do here's 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 plan a here's plan b here's plan c if this happens i'll do like this and boom 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 so i try to like lay everything out real nice and smooth and then i i go about my day so that's an everyday thing and then of course exercise that's super important um every day I, i work out so i gotta get some sort of physical um energy exerted whether that be just like doing a quick run, doing some push-ups in the room, whatever. So I'm always trying to keep something going. And those are like my, my big things, like meditation, um, working out, and then I just try to read something, just like read some random article. So, yeah. That's great, yeah. Shad. Love where it, can yeah. our where can our followers find out more about your business, about you, about what you're doing? I mean, are you big on social medias, emails? Um, yeah, so I, I kind of toned it down on social media a little bit. Um, just for like exposure reasons, but you guys can, I mean, they can follow me or you can hit me up. It's underscore Shad West. So underscore S H A D, um, W E S T. It's my Instagram. And then, um, my business is dragon walk delivery and that's in Minneapolis. The website is dragonwalkdelivery.com. And, um, yeah, you guys can order online, get anything you want. We cater to all as many dietary restrictions as possible. So, you're vegan we can work with that um you know if you're vegetarian we got you covered if you're a straight up meat eater you know i got you so yeah. coop they don't deliver to fargo though just oh, man maybe i should stick a restaurant in fargo maybe put a dragon well on there, there, there there's one here though you remember i hit you up yeah, was like man is <laughs> yeah, this is the real one <laughs> gotcha, 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 gotcha. Oh, this is the real one. Yeah. All right. Oh uh, man, that's good. That's good. <laughs> sure. Underscore uh, Shad West. Yep. Check him out. Yep. Our shot. Yep. Yeah, really, really appreciate you, man. This uh yeah, so much appreciate wisdom. Your time, man. Yeah, really appreciate Tons your time, wisdom. man. You know, appreciate you guys giving me the opportunity to get some stuff off my chest and um, you know, get away from the kids for a couple minutes. Yeah, <laughs> fighting that fight, man. You keep fighting that fight. Love what I'm hearing, man. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, fellas. And um, hey. yeah, I'll keep listening to the podcast. I listen to some episodes. You guys are good. Keep it going for real. All keep right, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate, appreciate it. it. Appreciate All right, it. All right, talk to you later. Man.
This is a great episode, Coop. Man, another great episode. Outside, man. like, the corny high school stuff, this is a great episode. All right, we're just going to breeze past that comment. I might, I, I might edit that last comment out. Anyways, what are your takeaways from this episode? I think the part of the story, his story I liked the most, is he realized subliminally or subconsciously that he was around a killer. I mean, this so much of this episode was great, right? But just yeah. the, the part I'll maybe spend two minutes and talk about is he realized, like, yo, I'm around a stud, and I need to learn from this guy. Absorb, right? Right. Like, when, when he found his mentor, he went all in. That's probably my favorite part of his story. His whole story is great, but that's probably my favorite part. I love I loved how um, <clears throat> he talked about his uh, his finish line job, right? And mm. uh, his assist, you know, his his manager. Hey, shout out to DJ McNorton to... <laughs> and and Josh Gatlin at finish line for hooking a brother up. That's all. Um, sorry, sorry, cool. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. Um, but no, talk. You know, doing something about that that feeling, right? Like you're you're better than than what you're being told. You know, um, you know, he just had it. You know, and. I just I love that, and I just love how he said you got to bet on yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's you know, pretty, that's a yeah, that's a great, you know, and because at the end of the day, it comes down to you. Um, yeah, so that that was such a great point, um, and I just loved how he talked about making sure you surround yourself with with the right people, um, and just getting and just getting exposed, right? Um, seeing different things, getting around new people. Like you said, talking to people, um, and you know, again, like this is a relationship podcast. But if after his story, if you don't understand how, um, what is it, relationship capital, right? Well, that's a great um, saying. If if you don't understand that, you need to create relationships with people. Um, what's the saying? You know, you don't. You have to. Someone has what you want out there, but if you never talk to them, you're never going to get it. Yep. Right. And and you just listen to Close his story. Fed. Yep. You just listen to his story and the different people that he connected with. Um, you know, the the guy down the street that he talked to got him into his new his new place. Um it's just powerful, man. So um yeah, man, that was those were the the key takeaways for me. It was a great, great episode. Phenomenal episode. Shad West underscore S H A D West on Instagram. Check him out. Uh, new walk in Minneapolis. Newwalkdelivery.com. Dragon, it's dragon. Or, dragon no, my walk. bad. New, yeah, dragon walk. My bad. Dragon walk. Yep. My bad. Um, yeah, check him out though. I, I, I this is one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, it's, it was good. It was good. I'm telling you, I told you he was gonna bring the heat, man. I told you he brought a lot of heat. He brought a lot of heat. I'm still burning. Anyways, but all right, all right, all right, Caleb. I'm, I'm gonna see you next week. All right, all right, Coop. I'm gonna see you next week. Uh. And I hope the Lakers are still in the playoffs by the time oh, this comes out. That's all I got to say. I hope they're in it, man. All right, guys. See you next week. Bye. <laughs>